This spring, if you'd rather spend time enjoying your lawn instead of trying to keep it alive, there's good news. True Green is the easiest and most affordable way to get a beautiful lawn. All you have to do is water and mow, and they'll do the rest. Weed control, fertilization, aeration, and even some things you might not even think of. They'll do all of it, while you can do literally anything else. With True Green, you could have your lawn looking as good as a putting green. That's not hyperbole. True Green is the official lawn care treatment provider of the PGA Tour. True Green offers a satisfaction guarantee, and they have a verified best price promise, which guarantees you the lowest price with no compromise on quality. You do you. Let True Green do your lawn care. Visit TrueGreen.com to get the best lawn at the best price with the best people guaranteed. This podcast is supported by FedEx. FedEx offers fast delivery, more visibility, simple returns, and weekend home delivery to 98% of the U.S. population on Saturday and 50% on Sunday. With FedEx, you get picture proof of delivery, ensuring you always know where your package is. Returns are simple with packageless and paperless returns. Plus, FedEx Ground is also faster to more locations than UPS Ground. See the FedEx service guide for delivery information. So, what are you waiting for? See what FedEx can do for your business. Absolutely, positively, FedEx. This episode is brought in part to you by Audible your go-to destination for thrilling audio entertainment. Whether you're looking for a hair-raising experience to enjoy while you're on the move or eager to dive into sinister and shocking tales, Audible has an exclusive collection of thrillers from best-selling authors that will keep you on the edge of your seat. Like James Patterson's first audio-only thriller, The Coldest Case. Experience stories like never before, where every chilling detail is brought to life by captivating sound design. Plus, as an Audible member, choose one title a month to make yours forever. And now, new members can try Audible free for 30 days. Just visit audible.com slash WonderyPod or text WonderyPod to 500-500. That's audible.com slash WonderyPod or text WonderyPod to 500-500. Tonight, Alec and Ilaria Baldwin's baby surprise explained. Our daughter tells us every day that she's going to have a little sister. Details on their new daughter's arrival five months after their son. Then, The Bachelor. Trust me, there is a lot to talk about. What's next for the franchise and why this woman could be the new Bachelorette? Would you welcome Chris Harrison to host that season? Plus, Dr. Seuss banned how Hollywood help keeps his estate really, really rich. The Grinch! Then, inside Britney's relationship with her sons, looking all grown up. Sure, why not? And Blake Shelton's wedding plans with Gwen. Let's be honest. E.T. starts now. Uh, it's the baby announcement that has a lot of people scratching their heads. Mm -hmm. How did Alec and Ilaria Baldwin have another child less than six months after the last one. Yeah, it was a surprise to say the least, but now we know the wonderful reason behind the arrival of baby number six. E.T. has learned that Alec and Ilaria's daughter, Lucia, was born via surrogate. Our source adds the entire family is thrilled and bonding with her. The surrogacy news is interesting considering what the couple told us while Ilaria was pregnant with baby number four, Romeo. How are you feeling right now? Good, ready to not have a baby in my belly anymore. Me too. <laughs> Me too. Mommy's tired. 
Just three hours after Lucia's birth announcement, Alec was spotted in the Hamptons wearing a mask and looking a little worn out. The actor slammed haters on social media who went after his wife for the initial mystery surrounding Lucia's birth. One follower wrote, Who's the mother? She wasn't pregnant. She gave birth six months ago. Baldwin fired back, You should shut the blank up and mind your own business. 37-year-old Ilaria took a break from social media this past December after her Spanish heritage scandal. My wife is from Spain. How do you say Cucumber? Cucumbers. I'm born in Boston. But the big question, how is 62-year-old Alec handling being the father of six children with Ilaria? I, I can't see a thing here. Well, Ilaria shared this. Like a lot of parents in the pandemic, he's doing his best helping with math homework. One upside of the addition, our source says the couple's young children now feel like they have a new built-in best friend. Well, someone else getting a new best friend soon? Little Archie. Of course, Harry and Meghan are expecting baby number two. The couple was spotted taking a drive in Santa Barbara over the weekend. It has been unbelievably tough for the two of us, but at least we had each other. And just five days before their big sit-down with Oprah airs, Harry and Meghan could find themselves almost $2 million richer. A UK court says Associated Newspapers should pay Meghan's legal fees in her invasion of privacy suit against the British publisher. And it looks like Britney's been catching up with her kids, 15-year-old Sean Preston and 14-year-old Jaden. She posted this rare pic with the boys, who we're told spend 90% of their time with dad, Kevin Federline. Back in 2019, Kevin filed a restraining order on behalf of the boys against Britney's dad, Jamie Spears. He's due back in court on the 17th for another conservatorship hearing. The question, could Britney finally be free? Jamie's attorney has said Jamie is not suggesting he would receive any Father of the Year award. He would love nothing more than to see Britney not need a conservatorship. If she wants to end her conservatorship, she can file a petition to end it. And finally, Lady Gaga made her first public appearance since her pups Gustav and Koji were dognapped six days ago. for your dog, Wearing a face mask and sporting a caped trench coat, Gaga seemed relieved now that her dogs are safely back home. She's in Italy shooting her new movie, Gucci. Meanwhile, her friend, dog walker Ryan Fisher, is recovering from a gunshot wound sustained in the attack. The LAPD tells ET there are no suspects in the case yet, but the investigation is ongoing. And most importantly, Ryan Fisher is going to be okay. All right, a lot of people were surprised when Serena Pitt bowed out of The Bachelor. And when I spoke with Serena today, she held nothing back about Matt, would she be the next Bachelorette, and the Chris Harrison controversy. This really has been a wild season. You might think you know what's going to happen. I don't think you do. I think that Chris has a lot of work to do. That is a long-term process of education and moving from a state of ignorance. Last night, viewers saw this disclaimer. It's been just over two weeks since Chris announced he was stepping aside. The backlash continues after his controversial interview defending Rachel Kirkinell for attending a plantation-themed party. Is it a good look in 2018 or is it not a good look in 2021? As one of the women of color, watching the interview was extremely upsetting. Harrison and Kirkinell apologized. Rachel Lindsay deactivated her Instagram. It was the best decision that I could do for myself to detach from that negativity. 
The Bachelor's executive producers spoke out, describing the harassment as rooted in racism and totally unacceptable. As for Rachel Kirkinell, Serena is happy to see her former roommate change. Please stop saying that I did nothing wrong. That's not true. I respect her for speaking out and taking accountability for her actions. I was surprised, if I'm being honest, when all of this came out about her. I didn't expect it. Yeah, it it was difficult to learn about her. I do think that she has learned a lot since that time in her life, and I encourage her to continue learning. If you look at the last three women, Brie, Michelle, and Rachel, which one do you think he ended up with? The only person we have seen him say, I'm falling for you, is Rachel. That would be kind of my guess. If let's just playing it out, if it is Rachel, that is a heck of a um, conundrum. I'm sure that if they are together and if he has chosen her at the end of this, that is something that they'll have to address within their relationship and they'll have to have some very honest and difficult conversations. Trust me, you have no idea what's coming. As for who will be the next Bachelorette, Serena is open to it. Would you welcome Chris Harrison to host that season? I would struggle because the amount of work that needs to be done here, I feel more time would be needed. I would need to see the changes that have been happening in his life and the actions that he has taken to feel comfortable welcoming him into the Bachelorette season. Now to another media empire grappling with racism, Dr. Seuss. Dr. Seuss Enterprises just made the decision to cancel six of their own popular children's books, including If I Ran the Zoo, due to racist and insensitive imagery saying, quote, these books portray people in ways that are hurtful and wrong. Uh, Without humor, we'd have nothing, I don't think. Author Theodore Seuss Geisel passed away in 1991, yet he still earned an estimated $33 million in 2020. Forbes named him the number two highest paid dead celebrity behind Michael Jackson. And that's thanks in part to a steady stream of Hollywood projects, which E.T. has covered over the years. What? There is nothing on that spec. What made you do this movie? One, Dr. Seuss. I was a huge fan of Dr. Seuss as a kid. None of the Hollywood adaptations or the books they are based on, including The Lorax, Horton Hears a Who, or How the Grinch Stole Christmas, are among the titles under fire. The Grinch! E.T. was on set with Jim Carrey in 2000 for the first Dr. Seuss blockbuster film. You have to be true to this brilliant genius of a creator that Dr. Seuss is. That same year, E.T. sat down with Dr. Seuss's widow, Audrey Geisel. They handle the material meticulously and almost better than Ted did. It's just really hard to wrap your brain around because so many of us grew up on Dr. Seuss books. All right, well, let's move on now. Let's talk about The Voice because Laura and I watched last night. (laughs) And it feels like season 20 is going to be a ride for sure. I mean, look, if we learned anything on the premiere, it's that anything can happen with these coaches, especially Blake Shelton and Nick Jonas. Here's just a taste of what to expect. Nick Jonas is sitting there in a freshly Windexed jacket. (laughs) (laughs) So shiny. I've been working on a presentation. All the things I love about Blake Shelton. (laughs) These were my favorite blinds to shoot. I literally kept coming home thinking on my drive home, like, I can't believe I get paid to just go and hang out. Word of vocal competition. Hi. It's a lot of fun to watch us compete with each other. You know I had to fight for you. Welcome to Team Legend. We get it. Yeah. 
7.7 million people tuned in to last night's two-hour premiere. One of the most hilarious moments, Blake realizing he used to be in a band with one of the contestants. Are you serious? I've seen this guy in 25 years. 25 years! Blake's been there since the beginning, but could this season be his last? Do you have another 20 seasons in you? Probably not. <laughs> I mean, I can't imagine, especially if they bring in these smart asses like Nick Jonas. You know, I don't know how much longer I can deal with. I don't know what it is about this season, but you guys are like extra mean. Well, I hate you guys. Can't wait for today. <laughs> and, uh... Gwen Stefani, Blake's fiance and last season's champ, is sitting this one out. She's got new music to focus on. And of course, we can't wait for their wedding. People still can't wrap their head around, including me. It's one of the great mysteries of, of this planet, let's be honest. It and is. <laughs> I, I saw Nick nodding on that. <laughs> yeah. Well, Michelle, at least we ended on them agreeing on one thing. I mean, it could look so wrong on paper, but be so right in life. You know what I'm saying? All right, well, now to the star power on set of Thor Love and Thunder. Build a statue for me. Matt Damon, Melissa McCarthy, Luke Hemsworth, our first look behind the scenes. Then... I got the news about my friend. It was shocking. Shaq reacts to Tiger's crash and why the big man's entering the pro wrestling ring. Plus... This has been such a hard year for moms. We've had to say no, no, no. But you'll want to say yes, yes, yes to this. We're on the set of Jen Garner's new movie kids and parents will love. Windows down! Hey everyone, it's Kevin Frazier from Entertainment Tonight. You know what? If you enjoy listening to our ET podcast, guess what? You'll really enjoy watching the TV show. Tune in every weeknight for all the late-breaking entertainment news. Check your local listings for where ET airs in your market or go to etonline.com. We will build a big statue for you. With my helmet on. With the big bendy horns. Remember Luke Hemsworth and Matt Damon's surprise appearance in Thor Ragnarok? Well... There they are, back to work in Australia on Thor Love and Thunder. And that's Melissa McCarthy joining the cast pretending to be the evil Hela. <laughs> I just want to know, what's the wig budget on this movie? I mean, huge, right? Right, yeah. Really big, bigger than my hair today. All right, well, remember <laughs> when Shaq played a superhero, Kevin, in Steel? Well, he's got a new challenge now. But first, Shaq and I talked about something serious, Tiger Woods' car crash, because for Shaq, it brought back the painful memories of losing Kobe. When I came around to hit the living room, I saw the car first, and it was beat up. Nobody was in it. And then I saw a tiger involved, and I didn't want to finish reading it. Because when I got the news about my friend, Kobe just passed away. It was shocking. When I saw the picture of Tiger's car, I was like, please, not, not, not this. But I'm glad he's okay. I wish him well. As Tiger continues his road to recovery, Shaq is on a path of his own to the wrestling ring. He'll be taking on pro wrestler Cody Rhodes tomorrow night on TNT's AEW Dynamite. I hear there's some, some rumors that he's going to body slam. First of all, he's way too little to body slam. Damn. That's called the too little. He's too little to body slam. It's shocking that he would think I am too little. Everyone is too little for Shaq. I think he's going up. I really do. I think I can get him up. This isn't Shaq's first dangerous face-off. Remember when he swam with sharks twice? And Saturday, he's got a birthday to celebrate. You're going to turn the big four nine. What are you going to do? I want you to come to the set with flowers 
and a big 34 karat diamond ring, and I would say, Shaq, where you living? <laughs> uh-huh, you like living on the edge, do you? Don't tempt me, because you never know what you're gonna get. <laughs> well, now get ready for a different kind of mayhem. Do you think we should make you look as crazy as possible? Yes. Jen's wild new movie and what it's been like raising her own kids in quarantine. It's not a positive to be me. Then, did you know that new kids on the block star Jonathan Knight has the right stuff when it comes to home renovations? I love getting in there, getting dirty. Only we're getting a step-by-step -step look at his new side hustle. I'd rather be like dirty and in horse manure. Jennifer Garner went the extra mile for her kids' quarantine birthdays, writing, here's to finding a way to celebrate no matter what. Now, clearly, Jen practices what she preaches. Case in point, her great new Netflix movie, Yes Day. Who's ready for Yes Day? It feels like this movie was first and foremost made for moms to understand that you're all going through the same dang on thing. Absolutely. This has been such a hard year for moms. We've had to say no, no, no. We've had to watch our kids be just heartbroken, miss out on things. It's one thing to miss out on something as an adult, but to watch your kids have to miss something they've looked forward to or just how hard it's been to see them isolated and on Zoom every day. And it's just so fun to watch moms watch the movie. How do you feel as a father? I mean, it makes you feel like, yes, she is the bad guy all the time. Isn't uh -huh. that what you kind of felt playing this role? I hope that, the, you know, that this this movie, while, you know, entertain all of us, you know, and, and, and inspire us to to really give quality time to the people that we love. And also, you know, put on your grown man pants and stop being another kick to your wife and <laughs> get involved, get involved. A car wash with windows down, a giant water balloon fight, and Jen arrested. Oh, could I do that again? Yeah, that all happens in Netflix's new family movie based on the children's book, Yes Day, which she used to read to her own kids. Uh, Jennifer, I also thought you got right how your teenagers turn on you and they become so doggone condescending. People are like, oh, but you're Jennifer Garner. But your teenager doesn't see oh, you. It's, it, it's not a positive to be, a te to be me, somebody that people would think, oh, how cool to have that person as a mom. No. no. But um, I, I mean, my teenager and my adolescent are both lovely. Jen is away from her teenager Violet, adolescent Serafina, and Samuel. She's in Canada at the moment filming The Adam Project. We caught her on her last day of quarantine. I've been writing a lot of letters home to my kids, but I've been sitting right here in front of this window watching Vancouver's weather change. I know the weather patterns of the last two weeks pretty well. Watch this movie with my kids, and they asked for a yes day, and I said, no, I have not earned it yet. All right, let's jump from Vancouver to New England, where these are three of Nichelle Turner's passions. Yep. That boy band right there, farming and renovation. You're speaking my love language now, Kevin Frazier. <laughs> we are talking about new kids on the blocks, Jonathan Knight. He is well on his way to being HGTV's newest star. And in this ET exclusive, John's telling me how it all began. I love a good old farmhouse. There's a lot of celebrity fix-up shows. When New Kids first disbanded, I jumped into this and then, you know, got a little sidetracked in 2008 when we got back together. Who knew 
This city boy from Boston is actually a good old country kid who's had a more than 25-year side hustle rebuilding farmhouses. In fact, Jonathan lives on a farm and has renovated over 200 properties. I'd rather be like dirty and in horse manure and chicken poop and all that fun stuff. What do you love about just living, you know, on a farm and living very simply? It's just this romantic notion of living in the country and getting fresh eggs, mm -hmm. growing stuff in your garden. So I know like when I was 20, I, I grew up in the city and as soon as I had money, I was out. The boys in the any of the fellas ever like asked for advice or maybe even thought, could you renovate something of mine? Yes. Yeah? Joe just renovated a place. He actually <laughs> called me like an hour ago. He was telling me all about his renovations and stuff. And Danny, his daughters, they've been begging me to come down and build them like these big walk-in closets. Mm -hmm. You know, and I've done work on my brother's house, put a deck on. Now 52 years old, John is tearing them down and building them back up in his new show, Farmhouse Fixer, which debuts on HGTV tomorrow. I was surprised too to see you so hands-on. I love getting in there, getting dirty, and uh, just get the dust flying everywhere. And I want to take you back a little bit and show you this find that we got from our ET vault. Sure we all. Still the same regular five guys we were when we were six or seven years old running around in kindergarten. Mm. But you know, it's it's different. It's a lot hecticer schedule. <laughs> oh my. How cute are you? Look at that baby face. Now don't fret, blockheads. The band will hit the road again when the pandemic is over. But in the meantime. Any of the other fellows pop up on the show? My brother does. Oh, good. Good, good. What now? Is Jordan, is he handy with a hammer? No. Not at all. Not at all. It's a black party, black party. I know who does know how to use a hammer. Renault Renee. Wait until y'all <laughs> see what she is cooking up. It's coming soon, it's and good. it's good. Yes. All right, coming up on the show, the new Amsterdam star on his secret battle with COVID-19. Hey, everyone, it's Kevin Frazier from Entertainment Tonight. You know what? If you enjoy listening to our ET podcast, guess what? You'll really enjoy watching the TV show. Tune in every weeknight for all the late-breaking entertainment news. Check your local listings for where ET airs in your market or go to etonline.com. New Amsterdam is back tonight on NBC. Yep, and the pandemic will be a big topic for season three. What can you tell me about these guys? You have to, you know, honor the story that you're telling, which is these frontline workers and the sacrifice that they've made for a year now. Ryan himself battled COVID last spring, but didn't talk openly about it at the time. I'm glad to hear that you are doing better. You have your taste, you have your sense of smell. Yes, yes. I um, put my shoes on backwards now, but it's fine. <laughs> I didn't know that was a side effect. What, you do that every day? <laughs> <laughs> you better stop. Just saying, take care, take everybody. Take care, everybody. If you like entertainment tonight, you can listen early and ad-free right now by joining Wondery Plus in the Wondery app or on Apple Podcasts. Prime members can listen ad-free on Amazon Music. Before you go, tell us about yourself by filling out a short survey at Wondery.com survey.
Catch every episode of 60 Minutes, America's most watched news magazine show, as a podcast. Hear in-depth investigations across politics, news, and entertainment on your schedule. Listen to 60 Minutes ad-free on Wondery Plus.